creative and welcome back to the Empowered Creatives podcast, finding confidence between hustle and burnout. I'm your host, Victoria Hines, creative career coach, helping creatives just like you level up or find your next path in your career. I'm really excited about this episode. And in fact, I think as powerful as this episode topic is, I haven't done a whole lot of blog articles, social posts, etc. on this particular topic. So let me give you a little backstory on how I discovered it and why I think it's so incredibly amazing. So in 2016, I left the restaurant industry because I wanted to find a bigger purpose in my work. Nope, showing up to uh, weigh in on people who had random demands left, right, up, and down was uh, really just not filling my boat. And unfortunately, the acting work I was doing was also not giving me much of a purpose in my life either. So that was 2016. Ended up finding work at a nonprofit arts administration job. Then in 2019, I started exploring leaving that arts administration job because my body was screaming at me, telling me that this was not my purpose. I kept having conversations with my manager and they wanted to help me move to the next space in my career. And I didn't know what that is. And no matter how much I tried, no matter how much I explored, out of everything I was doing, nothing felt like I wanted to grow in that arena. I was feeling uninspired and I was feeling a lot of friction in my work. And in all honesty, I kind of just wanted to placate, like do a good job, show up, but then leave. It really did feel like a job for me, not a career. So then 2020 rolls around. I had this big, big plan to segue into marketing events. I was really into immersive theater and I thought, you know what? I would love to segue into marketing so eventually I could do immersive work with marketing, work for companies, major corporations. I had really big, I was inspired by people who were working in these industries. And as we all know with 2020, uh, this little thing called a global pandemic hit. So the entire events industry was upended and wiped out overnight. And the more I thought about it, the more space I gave myself, I realized that I was pretty burned out from doing events. I was burned out from years of theater, of always having to be at a certain place at a certain time, of not having that freedom and flexibility. And I wanted more freedom in my schedule. And I wanted something that was going to be a little bit more resilient in my work. So fast forward to May of 2020. I decided to take a business course, and in that course, I was introduced to this little book called Ikigai, The Japanese Secret to a Long and Happy Life by Hector Garcia and Francesc Meral. I should probably check that second name. I might not have pronounced it right. So this little book, which I actually didn't read till much, much later, as in fact, the most of the book actually is a research study on why... Um, There's certain regions of Japan where people live longer and older lives. But this chapter on Ikigai was really, really powerful. So Ikigai is a Japanese word that means a reason for being. In other words, purpose. So the first time I heard about it, I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. Kind of brushed it off, ignored it, really just focused on the business course. Weeks go by later, and I was feeling a little lost about what I wanted to be doing or launching a business about. 
And some of my friends who were also in the course that I had made were like, you know what? You should go back to Ikigai. You should really go back to that. So I vividly remember biking over to Lake Michigan and bringing my journal with me and sitting down and drawing those four concentric circles. And for those of you who don't know Ikigai, the four concentric circles are what are you good at? What do you love? What does the world need? And what can you be paid for? And I just started writing. I started writing everything that came into my mind that fell into one of those four concentric circles. And then I took a step back and I looked at all four of those and I asked myself, you know what? What falls into the center of this? And coaching was one of them. Now, it's not the initial thing I went with first, but that exercise unlocked multiple ideas that ultimately led me to launching this very business. In fact, my very first clients in Find Your Path said that this exercise unlocked everything for them. So this episode is all about Ikigai. I'm going to tell you a little bit more in depth what it is, how you can do the exercise, and a few of the myths and misconceptions that when you first hear the word Ikigai might pop into your head. Real quick, I'm going to interrupt this podcast to tell you about a really nifty tool that I've made just for you. As creatives, it's so easy to find ourselves lost in jobs that we don't really like. So much so that when we decide to find a day job or a support job that we actually enjoy, we have no idea where to start. This is where a creative career audit comes in. Head to the show notes below to grab the link to my download and you can get your free workbook that will help you identify what brings you joy and what drains you in the world of work. No more day jobs or support jobs that make you just feel eh inside. It's time to find something that's going to light you up again. All right, so let's dive in. I know I already mentioned this, but what is Ikigai? So it is a Venn diagram of four circles that overlap with each other in the middle. The first circle is what are you good at? This is the circle where you put in what are your strengths, skill sets? What are you inexplicably just good at? This is oftentimes tasks or activities where you're able to find flow, where they energize you instead of draining you. And it's really just the things that you as a human being excel at with ease. The second circle is what do you love? Now, us as creatives, you need to be careful with this circle because we have a lot of passions and a lot of interest in our lives. I have found that we are very, very, very good at filling this circle when you are a creative. And it's not that that's a bad thing. There's still a lot of clues and clues that you can find from this circle. But what do you love can definitely lead us as creatives, I think, more astray than it does with other other people. Something to also note whenever you're filling in this circle is to really ask yourself if you have certain interests that you want to make sure stay a hobby. So stay a passion for you instead of work. Because the second it turns into work, it's no longer going to be the same escape and easy thing that it was before you turned it into work. The third circle is what does the world need? This is finding a problem that the world has to solve. 
every single product and service in this world that is bought and sold every single day is bought and sold because it's solving a problem. Every single form of work is solving a problem that somebody has, whether that's an individual or another business. Now, something to keep in mind is art can solve problems too. Sometimes you have a blank wall in your space and I'm looking for art to fill it, the art that's going to match my bedroom or the design theme that I've been going in this room really, really well. Sometimes I buy a book because I just need escapism. Sometimes I buy a book because I want to learn something more. I want to be challenged. How many of us watch Netflix shows, shows on Amazon Prime, shows on HBO Max? Whether it's because we want to learn something, we want to be entertained, we seek out these different forms of art because they are solving a problem that we as individuals have. And your art can also do the same. So don't discount it. The fourth circle is what can you be paid for? Now, this does take a little bit of market analysis. What do you need, want to be making, slash, what can the market, what's the current market going to pay for said thing? By filling in these four quadrants with everything you know about yourself to this day, you can start to brainstorm how these categories intersect with one another and what can lie at the center for you. Now, the key here is you are going to have to experiment and explore. The one answer, the one pie in the sky thing that you're going to be searching for, it's probably not going to immediately show up, but it is going to start giving you some ideas of what type of work, what line of work, what work path or career path is probably going to lead to more happiness and purpose for you. Which brings me to actually my first myth or misconception. Finding a reason for being or your ikigai does not mean that this purpose has to encompass your entire life. More likely than not, you are going to have many possibilities that can fall to the center of your ikigai. I know I did. I think I was able to come up with about three or four really solid answers. I've worked with some clients who have 10 or 12. And I think what's most freeing is some of these are going to be the right choice at this time in your life. Others may pop up later, or maybe you decide to utilize them in a different way. That's where it's going to take some exploration, and you can't be afraid of moving into the next phase of your life or career. Second myth or misconception, if you are having a hard time whittling down your list, it's probably because you're afraid of something. So like I said, I had that client who had probably 12, I don't even know, 20 different things that could have been at the center there. Oftentimes there's a fear behind that. The reason there's 10, 12, 20, 30 things sitting in the center of that circle is because oftentimes you're maybe afraid of letting go of your dream. Maybe you're even limiting your options. Or maybe you're lacking trust in yourself and your own skill sets. The third myth or misconception is once you know your ikigai, you'll never work a day in your life. I know, I know, it's that old saying that if you find work that lights you up, that you're passionate about, you're never going to work a day in your life. 
And I think that can be true to an extent. But at the end of the day, there's still going to be work or things that you're probably doing that don't light you up as much. Ikigai, the beauty of it, it gives you a direction to head. So if you have no idea which direction you want to go in with your work or your career, this exercise can give you some ideas of where to start exploring. It's still going to be a journey with its ups and downs. It's still going to have its trials, its tribulations, its monsters you're going to have to slay on the journey. And it's still going to have those legs of the journey that you just absolutely loathe or hate. I love coaching. Marketing drives me up the wall and freaking down again. Good at communication, but marketing? mm, Still haven't found my flow there. I'm part of building and This business that I love and getting to do the things I love, like coaching clients, requires all of these different tasks and activities that I still have to do right now. You will probably find the same in your own career journey. But the important piece is to try and fill up, I would say, 80% of your days and weeks with activities and work that you enjoy. The fourth note is to leave that what you can be paid for circle for last. I have found as creatives, we can have a lot of negative feelings around money. What I have also found is that if your work solves a problem, aka something that the world needs, then there is most likely a way you can be paid for it. So if you are doing an Ikigai exercise in order to find a direction for your career path because you're lost and don't know where you want to go next on your journey... I would leave that circle for last. Take it out of the equation and let yourself dream a little bit before you sneak that little circle back on there to put it back into reality. All right, creative, here's your one thing this week. I want you to create your very own ikigai. Shocker there. So grab a sheet of paper and draw four concentric circles that overlap in the center. Label them what you love, what you're good at, what the world needs, and what you can be paid for. Fill in the circles with what you know today and brainstorm what could lie at the heart of your ikigai. If you need help figuring out what can be at the center of your ikigai, I'm going to drop a link in the show notes below for a free clarity call with me. We can spend this call, it's 30 minutes long, and we can look at your ikigai and start to brainstorm together what could be in the center and a step that you can take to start moving in that direction in your career. All right, creative, last but not least, if you've enjoyed this episode, do be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And Ellie, we'll see you next week. Until the next time, stay creative. Stay creative.